with your intro. Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. I'm Sarah. And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. The cabin is back together. Halloween edition. Do you want to go first? I, sure. Okay. Sure. I'll go first. All right. Halloween edition. That's a good one. Because it's almost Halloween and we're not meeting next week. <laughs> Halloween's in two days. Yeah. The yeah. veil is thinning. Yeah, that's already. true. Yeah, I'll be in Seattle on Halloween. Yes, oh. that's why. Oh, be our patron if you want to know what happens. It's only a dollar. Creepy things happened. Creepy things. Okay. I'm really okay. creepy. What even? Oh, it's a to offer sacrifices, maybe. <laughs> well, that's, that would be a very Wednesday Adam thing to do. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us, Mitzi? Oh, man. I'm trying to figure out where my stuff is. Okay, all right. I am going to talk about the origin of ghost stories. Great. That's on point. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to talk about ghost stories. And then I'm going to talk a bit about kind of where they came from. And I, I think I actually, I want to start with, did you ever tell ghost stories? Like, was that a thing you did? I don't think I ever was like involved in the telling of ghost stories. No, I was involved in the listening to a ghost story, though, many a time. I've told ghost stories. Have you? To who? Whoever wants to hear one. Like all the time? <laughs> yeah, how can we have it just busted out with a ghost story for us? I've like done ghost stories around campfire type things. But more okay. of like okay. a real, not like made up. Are we talking about made up stories yeah. or real like no. ghost encounters? No, like fictional ghost stories. Oh, okay. No, I've told like real encounter or supposed encounters. Well, and maybe that counts, um, but like mm-hmm. versus like talking about a murder case, you know, like mm-hmm. that's scary. <laughs> but um this is my cousin, we would go camping with family and my cousin would tell ghost stories, made up ghost stories that were really good. And then like what is it, goosebumps and I loved goosebumps. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites. I read all the books and then some of the shows for mm-hmm. a minute. Did yeah. you ever Oh yeah, I'm so freaked out by the um, the cuckoo clock from hell. Mm, that's a good that one. That one still scares me. That is a good oh, one. I've never heard of that one. Oh, really? Read it. It's scary. I did hear one a goosebump story. I read one that scared me so bad that I stopped reading them. Really? Pretty much like completely stopped reading them. That's why the life so freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Tales, like, tales of the Crypt. Yeah. 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 Stephen King. Yes. Yes. So ghost stories are the they well they've been told for like really forever throughout our history Um, forever (laughs) so uh, there's a ton of tales involving historical figures ranging from queens politicians uh to writers to gangsters who die early mysterious deaths there's lots of mystery and often lessons behind ghost stories which i thought was pretty interesting because then like when you listen to them you're like oh yeah there is kind of this thread of it could have been me like Like a warning yeah like there's an easy mistake you could make and could easily be in that position with nick about um friday the 13th has a moral to i go do you know the moral 
of the Friday the 13th movies. I know mm. this is like not stories, You're fine. but um what's the moral? It like well, the guy leave the house. Jason would come in and kill like teenagers having sex. So I'm pretty sure it was like saying don't, don't, don't have sex. sex, don't do it, or you're gonna get murdered. Abstinence is the way. Yeah, sex is the highway to hell. Death. Maybe it's about venereal diseases. Well, I have not been murdered yet. Oh. <laughs> good. Cheers. Not yet. Good. I mean, Cheers. we've hit on that in every episode somehow. <laughs> so, okay, so let's talk about, like, if we say ghost stories, we have to say, like, what is a ghost? Uh, these are also known as specters. Uh, it's based on the ancient idea that a person's spirit exists separate from their body and may continue to exist after that person dies. Because of this idea, many societies began to use funeral rituals as a way of ensuring that the dead person's spirit would not return to haunt the living. We've done a few of those episodes where we've talked mm-hmm. about some rituals. Um, did you know that uh, the mobster Al Capone uh, was reported to appear to disrespectful visitors at his funeral plot? in illinois uh so spectral banjo music would be heard coming from inside capone's old cell at alcatraz where he's one of the first inmates have you been to alcatraz i've been not in it but i've seen it across the tour same worth it yeah was it yeah totally worth it did you bring ghosts back to your closet i possibly did that's the problem Mm -hmm. Yes. So places that are haunted are usually believed to be associated with an occurrence or an emotion in the ghost past. Remember when you talked about like the feelings that get left after like fights or anger and like that mm-hmm. stress and smell. the smell. That's right. The smell. <laughs> the smell <laughs> might be ghosts. Huh? Like a recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think ghosts are a lot of things, but I definitely believe in them. Mm-hmm. So you may see ghosts. Um, traditional signs of haunting range from strange noises, lights, odors, breezes, to displacement of objects, bells that ring, or musical instruments that will play on their own. Pay attention to those things. So uh, the great Roman author and statesman Pliny the Younger uh, recorded one of the most notable ghost stories in his letters, which became famous for a vivid account of life during the um, middle of the Roman Empire. So he reported that the specter of an old man with a long beard rattling chains was haunting his house in Athens. Classic. The Greek writer Lucian and Pliny's fellow Roman Platus also wrote memorable ghost stories. So then centuries later in AD 856, the first poltergeist was recorded. Um, and so I say recorded because assuming that this stuff is happening all the time. So a ghost that causes physical disturbances, such as loud noises, falling objects, things being thrown around, um, was reported at a farmhouse in Germany where the family was reported to have been torment, tormented with thrones being thrones, stones being thrown at them, um, fires starting um, just kind of on their own and other, other reported odd things. So, Three famous historical ghosts. One of the most frequently reported ghost sightings in England dates back to the 16th century. Anne uh, Anne Boleyn, mm. the second wife of King Henry and mother of Queen Elizabeth, was executed at the Tower of London in 1536 after being accused of witchcraft, uh, treason, incest, and adultery. Timely, though. Timely, right? Timely, 
Sightings of Bowling's ghost have been reported at the tower as well as in various other locations, including her childhood home, Hever Castle in Kent. So um, America has ghost stories as well. So one of the most famous being um, with its most famous founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin. Ew. Um, beginning, ghost. <laughs> his ghost was seen near the library of the American Philosophical Society in Philadelphia. Um, some reports held that the statue of Franklin in front of the society comes to life and dances in the street. Weird. Kind of a weird thing. To I do not want to see old Ben dancing in the street. It's weird, right? He's not one of my favorites. No. Favorites. Um, so there's actually been a ton of ghost sightings around the White House uh, over the years. So uh, Abraham Lincoln is probably one of the most reported ghosts to be seen around that area. Um, I wonder if it's because people just like want to see, they you know they're just wanting to. Well, and it's famous person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they see something maybe, and they're like, "It's Abe." It's Abe. Yeah, it's Abe. It must be Abe. And it just could be it's just someone else with a big chin and a beard. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a common style, right? I, I think it was popular at that time. <laughs> so chin. yeah. So these undead protagonists show up all throughout history across every land and uh, started originally with kind of the wealthier classes would tell ghost stories but it, I mean every like working class member eventually starts telling ghost stories throughout history and uh, ancient medieval Europe ghost stories do not meet the expectations of what we kind of have now they don't do shock tactics they don't frighten the reader the ghosts themselves are typically not malformed or even maybe malevolent like um, out to get you um the tales are rewarding resources um for uh students at the time so they actually were used in schools to teach moral lessons along the way like you were talking about like fairy tales so it's right. like a cautionary tale yes so and and there weren't as many during the like when the the plague and all of that was going on. There weren't as many ghost stories being told. There were just uh, literacy was way down. And uh, but that was when Dante's Inferno um, did come out as one of the big writing poetry pieces at the time. So there was still some stuff um, during that time frame. So, ba 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 ba. Over centuries, uh, the stories changed to start accommodating new belief systems, and the success of Christianity in the fourth century triggered a ton of concern of the fate of Christian souls after death and the urgency of their petitions from beyond the grave. So teaching of the early church was clear that the soul has um, that lays in repose as though asleep until resurrection of the dead and their judgment by God at the end of time. So that's what is said, but it's depicted, it depicts an afterlife immediately after death, but preceding final judgment. So this is where that kind of like, there's a, an in-between that can happen, uh, which then kind of brings in that what happens in between death and that. Um, well, a lot of depictions of ghosts are that they are caught in that in-between and then Right. Something is resolved and they're able to pass over and then there's like peace. Like yeah. ah, mm-hmm. ah once their story gets told brought to life. Or they like avenge something or yeah. 
So in, um, there's some writings, uh, one of them, so this was CA 400 and the vision of Paul. He depicted afterlife, after death, but preceding the final judgment where human souls persisted in recognizable bodies that were vulnerable to physical punishment that commensurate with their sins. In uh, in the book, Moment of Reckoning, Ellen Mulchberger has dubbed this alarming new phase of human existence, the post-mortal. It is more, it comes from this uh, place between heaven and hell where there's shades of like what they call Christian, Christian, um, like dread that like return back to the world. Uh, so if, if there's different, like you said, there could be reasons why they get sent back. So it just, or they're stuck or they're stuck. Right. So that's kind of where that in between, where I think that purgatory concept kind of came from later. Like in Beetlejuice, the waiting room. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place freaked me out. And then the number <laughs> of things that <laughs> <were> <laughs> <long>. <laughs> a little shrunken head guy was like hanging out waiting. It was almost his turn. <laughs> oh, he stole his number. Yeah. I love Beetlejuice. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so uh, this. This really just kind of kept going throughout his, uh, historical writings where there is this in-between and people over time um, really did focus on that within their narratives and writing. Uh, in the later Middle Ages, new experiences with the undead challenged the expectations. So the 12th century, for example, authors struggled to explain reports of animated corpses terrorizing villagers in northern England. That's hard to explain. Right. These were not the spirits that they talked about prior. You know, um, it just it didn't fit. Uh, rather than uh, they were That's like zombies. bloated, bloodied bodies of notorious men who rose from their graves at night to torment their neighbors with violence. One was an infamous churchman known as... Uh, Hound, went by hound priest owing to his inordinate love of hunting who terrified his wife by lurking in her bedroom before crushing her nearly to death with the immense weight of his dead body. Ew. Why is he laying on her? To try to kill her. Unable to find my men went at the precedent part, for this phenomenon. Ew. Yeah, probably. Thank you, Miss. You might be right. <laughs> um, the chronicler William Newsberg was at a loss to explain how the dead were rising. His stories of rampaging revenants, like it was just hard to switch gears. And then came, it wasn't until really the 21st century that the zombie, you know, survival guide and things like that came up that made more sense for people for how that would go about. But I'm ready. You're ready. Fairly right. Good. Good. <laughs> Jeff Freddy's candy. So got some thought from me. He he kind of switches narrative. Yeah. Yeah. He switched his narrative basically to uh how a band of monks armed with axes and shovels waited in a graveyard by night for the dead man to rise. And then after a pitched battle uh, brought him back to his tomb, once the monks had excavated his monstrous corpse, they destroyed it with fire. But only after they had completed the grisly work of ex- extracting his cursed heart. So uh, to get more creative with like how do you that how do you order something that's already dead that is coming yeah, back? Yeah, I mean classic is like that silver bullet or stick through the heart or something right, like right. that. Mm-hmm. Garlic. Those are the go-tos Gar- anyway. Yes. Things you should have on hand. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So there was uh, one part I found that was pretty interesting. So in Japan, we've uh, talked about 
Japanese history quite a, I mean, maybe not a ton, but a bit on, on our podcast. So psychological horror in Japan, honestly, just is really good. <laughs> so in the Edwarian era, I don't even know when that is in full honesty. I mean, I think that, isn't that tied to like more of a like Western European era? Right. Well, they're trying to like ground it so you know when this is. Yeah, but we still don't know when it is, so it's not helping us ground. No, not at all. Can they just tell us what year it was? Yeah, no, they didn't. So no. <laughs> it's um, like when they're like the Cretaceous period. And I'm, I'm like, like <laughs> okay, give me a little more. What are we working with there? Crustaceans. Still like- <laughs> okay. All right. So they do um, a lot of uh, the directions of ghost stories uh, went took more of like a psychological horror route um, in Japan, and that's kind of where that angle came from. Uh, the they there's a word called and I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. I'm sorry, uh, Kaden, Kaden, which literally means supernatural tale or weird tale, is a form of a Japanese ghost story. Uh, so there was a game that started during this period called, I'm not going to try to say that, but there's a game <laughs> where there's a hundred. So the name of the game. I'm not going to try to say that. Uh, yep. <laughs> Cause so, that'd be a good game. So this game. Like, what are we trying yeah. to say? <laughs> they, they pronounce it out in Japanese. So I can't see. Oh, so we would happen. win cause we wouldn't. Try it, to say it. It means in English translated a gathering of 100 supernatural tales. So this was a popular game that was actually like a Buddhist inspired parlor game during the Edo period in Japan. Again. Right. What are we working here? <laughs> so the game was played as night fell and they used three separate rooms. In preparation, participants would light 100 basically like candles in the third room. And position a single mirror on the surface of a small table. When the sky was at its darkest, guests gathered in the first of the three rooms, taking turns telling tales of the ghoulish encounters and reciting folklore tales uh, passed on by villagers who claimed to have natural or uh, um, not natural, uh, supernatural, supernatural encounters. Like mm-hmm. you had mentioned, that's why when you were like, oh, but if you share about your own experience, that was more in line with this mm-hmm. um and they would then uh enter the third room and extinguish the the candle they'd look in the mirror and then make their way back to the first room with each passing tale the room slowly grew darker and darker and darker as it got uh, darker out as the participants reached the 100th tale uh this created a safe haven for to get rid of spirit so you had to safely get through 100 tales without bringing a summoning. But many would stop because they were scared that their story would summon the, all the ghosts and the stories or, or the supernatural that they had summoned up to that point. What was looking in the mirror, the point of that? That's okay. So <laughs> getting to it. just a little bit, yeah. So um, it was really popular with like the warrior class um, at first, but it's really did spread. But one of the... Um, tales was that uh, a warrior would when you hit the hundredth tail uh, that a big clawed hand would like come through and one of the the ghosts or supernatural would come through and like rip him away take him away to Mm -hmm. the spirit world so you don't want to be the hundredth person to tell the story 
I mean, it's so the the how do they experience? Is it going to be rainy or? Well, I think it's I think the the idea is that it could happen at any point, but the what they're looking at is a story of about a an like uh, one of the warriors who was taken was the hundredth tail, which is why I went to the hundred. Oh, so if you yeah. get through the hundred, you're safe, but it could right. happen any time in between. Right. Well, I, it could happen on the hundred too, but you have to finish that. If you finish the hundred and it didn't happen, then then you're safe. I want to play. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know a hundred tails. I really don't. Anything with tails, candles, and mirrors, I'm in. I yeah, it took a really long time. It was considered a test of courage. Like it really yeah, like this is all one night. Yeah, so it was a samurai like class that they like did. They probably had a time form. limit. Like okay, you have four minutes. Well, I mean, it's got to be night. They have like, to wait till like it's night. Yeah, yeah. So they had an MC though. It's like controlling <laughs> the pace of things. They're like <laughs> they start playing that music like at the Oscars. <laughs> like you're done. Wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> so they said that uh, basically the, the bravery part is that if you got through and that hand came through and they were trying to take you away, if you actually were brave and like swiped your sword and fought, it would just whoosh away. And you'd see it was like, like they described it as the shadow of a spider's. It's just a shadow Fucking of a spider. Fucking perfect. Um, you see this on my neck? is a spider bite. Ooh. I got it in the night. It was on me in my bed in the night on my neck. Can you see the That's two, true. like the two yeah. dots? That's how you know. So, yeah. So, but the men who cower in fear. <laughs> That's what we are new. Just done. Done. So, and then, yeah. And then it, that I sat and looked up um, ghost stories that are, were, famous in Japan and there's some like really good ones they're really long so I'm not gonna <laughs> read them to you but um and the translations honestly seem like they're not great but it's much more focused on that same kind of lesson kind of built in like anyone mm-hmm. can make that mistake so one of I'll give a quick summary of one where um a man um his he, he's in a snowstorm his uh I believe his wife dies in a snowstorm and he ends up uh, seeing this, like, basically a horrible, very, like, white witch of sorts in Japanese culture. And then she says that because of his his charms and good looks, she's decided not to kill him um, as long as she never he never speaks of this day ever. Even if he told it to his mom, she would know and she would kill him. And... You know, a year goes by and he ends up ends up meeting this beautiful young woman on the side of the road. They talk and meet and get married and end up having two kids together. And um she's I think she's either cooking or like washing dishes or something, and he just starts telling Ugh. that tale to her. They and he gets fucking mouth shut. And oh. he goes, or she turns to him slowly and gets really big up and over the top of her. She says, it is I. And she says her name. It's always um, the best. And, she, and she's like shrieking at him. And um, But she says, if it weren't for the two children in the bed, I would murder you now. And then she ends up like just disappearing in a mist and that was it and gone. So he didn't even die. But it was because of the children that she had. So there's a couple lessons here. Right? Well, and now these children are like half. And the mom's like, gone. She, yeah. 
Or no. So wait, did the witch like take on the wife's body and like? No, she. Oh, I she it was her. Yeah, it was always her. Well, I don't know if visually, like, if that was like true form or which one. Are they half demon babies? That's what Sarah wants. Thank to know. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely half demon baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely some different lessons. Because she could have, I think in like American culture, if that was like a movie that played out, he definitely would have died. Or, you know, or you know, like he would have been murdered. There had to be more drama. Yeah. Right. Or something with the kids would have happened, but they would have been kidnapped or I mean the lesson is keep your secrets. Right. You know, you promise exactly. you and there's something with it. And there's yeah. something ominous about that. Like just the fact that like you got caught. Yeah. And that alone is enough of a punishment. You're always going to get yeah. caught. Yeah. It always comes out. Right. Because it's a demon that you're dealing with all these days. Right. Every single you day. It's your wife. Why is he turned out? You right trusted. Now? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I, like, oh I mean, I'll own that because I'm like, I'm like, I want to make sure I will tell the truth. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> making me a little uncomfortable uh so that's my topic um ghost stories and they have evolved and changed over time i wish it was more of a thing and it does have to do a lot with uh how cultures share history and uh share values and share in general and i think that isn't as strong um and then tying in literacy again like is reading and writing because that's the way that you pass along yeah i was wondering did that court to the crustacean era or period like correlate <laughs> to like just storytelling in general <laughs> let's say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean where people just I mean, no it's probably I mean, crustaceous but i like crustaceans i mean <laughs> it's all the way back to like as an aristotle so it's you know it's been around i think but... storytelling is a gift Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that a lot of just speaking together in person mm-hmm. has died away, mm-hmm. and that's sad. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fire in my backyard later. Well, and maybe like, like you gotta keep it alive. Well, it made me think just now <laughs> of a like written form online though, because things like um, oh gosh, now my brain just blanked. Uh, creepy pasta. Yeah. The past is full of stories mm-hmm. and full yeah. of those story type of things that are and built on. Actually, something about sitting around a fire though that there's extra power. The murder Oh, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> sorry. oh, I'm blocking <laughs> Demon <laughs> Betty too. Sorry, sorry. But like you call Betty. You're like, I'm trying to. Like we're on the we're on the same team, obviously. Oh <laughs> I'm not trying to cross you. Good topic. I like those stories. I love them too. I told my kids if there's any way possible, I'm coming back and haunting your asses. Just to know, and they're ready. They're like, we'll be looking for the signs. I know you're gonna fucking show up. And like, you load that dishwasher wrong. That's gonna be me tapping <laughs> at your shoulder. Just like. You don't need two spaces in between every plate. One space is fine. Because my mind went straight to she's going to be like, you better still be doing the podcast. (laughs) Okay. I'll be like, I'm taking time off. (laughs) I'm going to talk about chain letters. 
relevant not to be um letters is spoken and the written word not to be mistaken with chain mail which is totally different that's more of an outfit so a chain letter (laughs) have you gotten one ever yeah. Chain letter. Like, like you, you talked about it. Send this out to ten more people. Or yeah. What did you say? What was the contact? So like ghost stories. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Like it really is the spreading of connected spreading of things that grow over time. I mean, I've received also multiple. diseases. I can't even think of what the. You You've received multiple? multiple. Did you ever do it? I've had them. No. You never did it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe I have I done it once, asked. but not be. Yeah, I was probably like, "Ooh, I better do this if I don't die." <laughs> I think it. But yeah. then, like the tricky ones are the ones that just like that, like make you feel like you're gonna like you. If you like, they have some piece of knowledge. Like, oh, uh, if you. I know. I'm gosh. I'm trying to think of an exact example. Well, that's like, not more like. That's more like blackmail, Macy. What you're talking about. Not change them. No, or it'll say if you want to receive a million dollars or something. Yeah, then forward this out to like however many. Yeah. And then it's like 15 people, and then I get to 10, and I'm like, or like, forget it. I don't need that money. So and so's dead corpse will rest in the grave and eat you. Yeah. Right. I don't do that. I made that up. I didn't get that. But that's, yeah, that's an example. Yeah, it is. Have you actually done, like, forwarded out? I may have. I mean, I can't specifically remember, but I feel like maybe I did at once. Like, I, I feel like I probably took the threat to heart and was like, oh, I better just forward this. Yeah. So a and chain letter, like, just be safe. Like, who, well, who's gonna hurt? I just your computer <laughs> viruses a hundred percent. A chain letter is a message that attempts to convince the recipient to make a number of copies and pass them on to a certain number of recipients. So the whole chain, quote unquote, is an exponentially growing pyramid mm-hmm. that actually cannot be sustained indefinitely and it actually cannot be sustained for very long at all i learned so there will be a little math in this topic you're welcome (laughs) so common methods using chains are emotionally manipulative like they make you like pull at your heartstrings maybe maybe it's a sob story or it could be get rich stuff like do this and you're gonna have all this money coming back to you or it could be a threat um or it could be superstition, like about luck, like bad luck will fall upon you or good luck will be coming to you. Mm-hmm. So originally, back in the day, these were actual letters. So what chain letters were the real day? letters. The, what time? the, the day was pre-internet <laughs> between the crustacean and the dinosaur area. Yeah. So today it's more electronic, um, mm-hmm. like email or social media or text. So I learned in my research that chain letters sent through the U.S. Postal Service is illegal. Don't it violates mail fraud and lottery laws. So if you are participating or promoting in one that involves sending money, it violates the law. Mm-hmm. 
So here it was like a classic chain letter format involving money. It would go something like this. If you send this a letter along with $5 to the names of the first 10 people on this list, your name will be added to the bottom. It will move up a notch every time the letter is remailed. When your name gets to the top, you will earn lots of money with one small investment. So really, if that actually worked and it was possible, you would send out, you know, $5 and you'd get back like billions of dollars. So one of the things about the ghost story thing is that it it was, they're often written, when it's written by writers, written specifically towards people's um, either fears or towards people's ignorance of just being kind of dumb, (laughs) like not knowing certain things. So things like, oh, I'll just move up and that's how that makes some logical sense in their brain, even if it's not looking at the bigger picture, like writers will play to that to take advantage of the Well, it's like, it's occurred. I can afford $5. Right. I mean, every it's time that every like, can make. Powerball gets to like a huge amount, like every I did few that. years, I just buy a Powerball ticket. I did that. I did it's that. $5. I'm like, eh. so here's the thing. It's mathematically impossible for all participants in a chain letter to get the money because in that example where it's you have your name on the list of 10 more participants are required than there are people in the actual world <laughs> so if one mailing involves 10 participants two would involve 100 by seven mailings we're at 10 million participants and at 10 mailings we're at 10 billion so that's more than the whole population of the freaking world so your name is never going to come up. Sorry. Do you know what though? What did we say in Derby uh, when you know when we got one second place? Better than first place because first place you're just worried about losing again, right? Well, third place or third. We sometimes lose. said that. We said that that one time we got second. Yeah, the one time we got second. Say that. <laughs> but right. we, it says first. But when we won, like obviously that was the no, better. No, it was definitely way. better when you get first. <laughs> and I didn't feel bad when I didn't get the next one because I right. just but I had yeah. the first time. So. Yeah. You're not first. You're last. You're second. It's okay for today. <laughs> Unless you're second. And then it's okay. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. If you're and third, then, nobody, I mean, when you're third, you're a loser. We all know it. Just straight up. I mean, what is even bronze? I don't know. I've never been third in my life. <laughs> First or second. Every time. All the time. Imagine. One and done. So these are paper letters I was talking about. So <laughs> if it's an internet winner. chain so letter, <laughs> the ninth resending would send one billion emails. <laughs> One billion. That's a lot. All right. All right. So I, yeah. Here's my ignorance on chain letters. I thought you better give yourself some. I'm planned on it. That's why I'm doing this. And I have a whole other bottle of around. So I kind of, for some reason, thought chain letters started um, with me, basically. You, you know, you in my it. egocentric world, I'm like, oh, they probably were an '80s thing or a '70s thing. No, that's not true. Do they go back to the crustacean period? <laughs> way back. Those freaking crustaceans, those little shrimps out there on their little typewriter trying to get like some coin. Coin coin bits. So the earliest shells at the time. The earliest 
It was. I know shell. it was good, but like, call me some shell. It really was currency at one point. Yeah, but yeah. the earliest known I chain letters. Guess what year? Twelve. Very good guess. I'm not too old. No. Okay. <laughs> Two back. Fifteen. I didn't know this would be the math. Right? No. Eighteen eighty-eight. Oh, is the yeah, is the earliest known chain letter, and it came from a Methodist Academy for Women Missionaries in Chicago. So they were in a lot of debt. So they decided... As we are. That summer to... They came up with this notion of a peripatetic... And I had to look this word up. It's a new word for me. Peripatetic contribution box. So peripatetic contribution box means like a traveling contribution box the one that goes like up and down the aisles so that's what like a, a, a typical one is yeah they pass the basket or whatever so oh i see what they said. decided yeah. this would be like more far spread i probably I just had this like thought has anyone ever like taken money out no i'm sure they have someone's had to have done that. they don't do that in, in what do you mean? of temple. course of course people have done that yeah of course people have done that i have never done that i don't they don't do that at Temple. They don't. No there's no really desperate or really have no, like, Well, I'm sure options. there's, yeah, I'm sure there's people that go in there for petty thievery at times. But that's, like, those communities are so, like, uh, when I attended um, your son's bomb at Bar Mitzvah. Bar, bar Mitzvah. Bar I, knew, I knew there was a difference. I was pausing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they instantly, like, everyone was like, oh, we have to get, like, stand up. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of security right, right, in the right. synagogue because right. everyone's so, and And they, you know, like, oh, we're... So it was, I think you'd be noticed pretty quickly if you weren't, like... Yeah. They even look upon me with suspicion because I don't go I mean, to the synagogue very often. It's you. They, like, give me a quiz. Literally I have right to answer. Right they say, Baruch Hu Adonai Havarach. And if I don't say, Baruch Adonai then I'm not allowed in. Oh, what's your code? Yeah, that was the Jew joke. It's not actually true. Um, if you know, you know. Yo, to my Jew homies out there. Okay, so I like this. What am I talking about? Peripatetic, a new word we all learned. I liked it. Peripatetic. It's like a Spreading, traveling thing. Like it's traveling. Money, disease. Well, you know that dollar bills are dollar. covered with people matters. Dollar bills covered with the people matters and drugs. Yeah, money is dirty. It's gross. Dirty money. Especially oh, yeah. change. You just can feel the bill on it. Feel. But like, but to me, at least change like friction happens with change. It's the it's to me the paper. paper. It's like that's like a someone's dirty couch. Uh, I feel that yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that you. <laughs> so this is what they did. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's go back to these uh Methodist women missionaries in Chicago. Methodist. Started in Chicago. women's in Chicago. They sent out this letter that said that um, each one receiving the letter would send us a dime and make three copies of the letter asking three friends to do the same thing. So the chain letter was born and it worked. Like they got money. 
Like it actually worked. I mean, and I get that. It's, they brought in the convenience factor into donating. <laughs> and they would tape a dime to the letter and mail it back. See, I'm such a visual person. I need like a diagram. As a picture, as a pair of Oh, no, so I'm just like, yeah. No, I mean, this no, I'm like, so <laughs> you send the <laughs> like, letter yeah. to three friends, uh -huh. and then each of them says a letter to three friends. So already we're like a lot of friends. There is seriously the whiteboard. This wasn't the, the old shampoo commercial that went off the same thing. It's like, and they tell two friends. And they took the friends. I mean, and so on and so on and so on. Same as when you're like trying to sell Mary Kay. Uh, totes. Yeah. Totes, my goats. So it actually worked. Um, Until it did. And then this like got out like instantly in Britain. They're like, ooh, let's do this. So at the time, Jack the Ripper was on the loose. Former topic of yours. And so the Bishop of Bedford was trying to fund a home for what was called destitute women in Whitechapel. You know, I can't wait for the damn called destitute. We've talked about horrible things that they call women in state, like dis description. So this was where um, what was, you know, called prostitutes and destitute. they could go stay there because this Bishop was trying to protect the women from being murdered because I mean, Jack good. the Ripper was on the loose. So he he tried to raise money um, and he raised an outcry for charitable relief and it worked. Like they got lots of money to fund this home for destitute women in Whitechapel. Which means without basic necessities of life. Destitute. Yeah, this heater is going to melt my face off. Um, it is so hot. Yeah, shut the door. You can crack the door. Here's the thing: in the olden days of crustaceans, in the crustacean period, a furnace—you had one furnace. Even though this house is really big, like one furnace could heat the whole house. Our thermostat is only at sixty-seven right now, so you can crack that. No, I I know because we have the we're trapping the heat that's supposed to travel. Yeah, yeah. I uh, feel that we're in an oven, is what you're telling me. <laughs> my ex husband actually fucking chewed my ass this morning. Gross. It, I don't need to know that. <laughs> I did not leave this door open to circulate the heat. Oh, yeah. I could see that being like you come in this one room and a sauna. <laughs> Rest of the house is breathing. I mean to text him back. I haven't. Um, I would need to say stop sending me texts that end in exclamation points. No one should exclamation all caps it. Don't all caps anything. Don't swear in a text message. And like there's just you don't. The beautiest thing you about don't. having an ex-husband is you don't actually have to answer the text. So well, I haven't. Nice. It's convenient. Yeah, I've gotten two texts that ended in exclamation points and I've not answered either of them. The other was, I'm gonna throw your fucking vacuum in the garbage. That's what he said this morning. Like, Why? Okay. Because um, apparently there was some vacuuming going on too early. What time did you vacuum? It wasn't me. I oh. have a yoga teacher that was just doing a class and vacuum. So. I mean, what? It would be after eight at least. Well, that was a little before eight. That was That's the text. Really. I, I would have messaged that too. That was the text. I mean, how vigorous was her vacuuming? Vigorous this is, vacuuming. This is at 7.46 a.m. He said, <laughs> last night, it's vigorous. 
He said, I'm going to throw that vacuum away, exclamation point, after eight, for good sakes, at least. I didn't know. I mean, that's literally what I just said. Yeah. So, eight is the cutoff for vacuum. Yeah. But then, but this was coming on the heels of last night. I got, for shit's sakes, open the doors up when you leave. Oh, my gosh. Well, exclamation okay. point. I'm like, I can't do anything right. Basement dweller, though. It's cold in the basement. I just moved my master bedroom downstairs, and it is cold. So you do have to, like, close the vents upstairs, get it traveling down. No, but it was just like, God. As you're up here, like, God, it's so hot. Do you have to? Like, and every text with an exclamation point, can we, like, fill it in in the middle with some warm Smiley faces? Smiley face. Yeah, like in the middle, like thanks for being you, you know. Thanks well, for you mixed being it you. up, and I then mean, and then shout at me again. Well, I just heard it turn off. Isn't the first thing saying thanks for being you? I'm gonna text you that. I'm gonna text you that later. I don't need it. Okay. I'm gonna. No, I would love it. Okay, so chain letters are on the rise. They're work. They actually worked. Like here's the thing. They actually were a working thing. So they were used by all kinds of things. And then they started to bring guilt Wasn't into not, it. Like staying closed and then I'm going to get hit by the door. Why is that opening by itself? I think it's just a crooked jam. I know, but I, it's been, I, it was on me. I closed it and it's been closed for a bit now. It just opened. No, but you have to click it. No, but I'm saying it didn't. Click it or ticket. You're not getting it. I had it here and it stayed and it's been staying this whole time. And then all of a sudden it just did well, that. But it didn't do it, it it was closed for a while. It was closed. That's yeah. not enough proof for me. I don't care. That's this jumping out of the closet. Sorry, you were supposed to pay a dollar for that. Oh. Damn it. The dollars worth We're so bad at it. Looking exactly like you. I don't know. We're twinsies. Human twinsies. <laughs> Okay, so this was working. They started to bring guilt in it. They started a fundraiser for the Spanish-American War soldiers, and they said, do not break the chain, which will result in dishonoring the memory of the men who sacrificed their lives. So it starts to, like, pull on, like, your guilt. So there was, like... It's like when you're at the grocery store, and they're like... I will go in the side or, door if there are Girl Scouts. Yeah, or Boy Scouts. I will not. I, or no, even on like the um, when you're like paying, and they'll mm-hmm. say, "Do you want to?" Or no, you're at the not say, "Do you want to save an animal?" And then you actually have to say no. <laughs> like I know. It makes you feel like it's yes, like, I want to save the animals. I care. No, I can't. I know it should be like, do you not care in, at all about animals? I are you a person? Yes, I know. Not to anything. I donate in other ways, and this ain't it today. I want to say I have three cats. Okay. I'm doing my yeah. part. I have way more than that. I know Macy's home for destitute animals. There's three kittens right now that are adorable, but two of them uh, have homes soon, so that's good. I have to catch them tonight to give them more love. So um, these chain letters were just like going crazy. So it's good luck, bad luck, but then these self, these get rich ones. There was actually a self help mutual advance society of London. That used the get rich quick pyramid scheme payment structure. And so now they're still being told to send dimes, but it's just like there's more pressure being added. It's becoming more serious. Yeah, I don't like it when people guilt. Yeah. Like, don't, don't. 
So yeah. by 1899, yeah, really wrong target. Yeah. <laughs> wrong target. So 11 years, according to my math, after the Methodist Which could be 12, 13, or 8. It could. Sure. The U.S. Postal Service, it was like, enough already. And they declared, quote, unquote, dime letter chains a violation of lottery laws and crackdowns. So they're still they're legal under that same right. law. Well, you know, what's really interesting to me is that most, well, all like church donation stuff is tax exempt. So it's like un under one category of government, it's exempt and viewed as okay to do those things, but don't use your postal service for it. No, they, don't, they want no part of it. <laughs> but chain letters, of course, have not gone postal away. workers are like, yeah, but we're the least paid out of all of the government workers. So don't use us. So nowadays they're electronic, uh, though I swear I must have gotten one in the mail, actual mail when I was little because I feel like I remember that. I'm take a search for my mail and probably find one. I don't know. I go to my That'd be great Keep if you going. could. I'm gonna look. So um, an example of like a modern one through electronic email. Like on social media, email. they'll send them out. Yeah. And send these to your friends. And it's not even like money or anything, but just send this message out. Right. So one is, my name is Teddy. I am seven years old. Oh my gosh. And it says... It's terrifying. That's a ghost no. story. If you don't send this... It's an early ghost story. It's before he died when no one donated. <laughs> if you don't send this to at least 12 people, I will come to your house at midnight and I'll hide under your bed when you're asleep. I'll kill you. What the... No. Front door. Yeah, this is an email that went out to people. And then he gives he gives like testimonials. really dark. He gives testimonials of what will happen to if you don't listen. This is a place that I actually go to that has sent this to me, and it just says it's for a good cause. Is literally the title in the the email. Yeah, and then it it sends like special deeds for special needs. Scan here to donate. It's a, I mean, it's an email, like, come and donate for us. So here's case one. But probably not a pyramid level thing. Patty Buckles. But you get $10 off. That's the way. Patty Buckles. Let's all. Please share about Let's Patty all Buckles. feel up for Patty, Patty Buckles. Manny's. Patty Buckles. That's not a real name. Patty <laughs> Buckles. Do you remember Patty Manny? No. No. Oh, yes, I do. From the TV show. Dude, Who's Patty Manny? Sug? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a cartoon, Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Do you want to hear about Patty Buckles? I mean, I sure. So <laughs> this, <laughs> this was one of the testimonials included in the email. It said, Patty Buckles got this chain mail. She didn't believe in chain letters. Well, foolish I Patty. Mayonnaise. I learned that just now. <laughs> she was sleeping when her TV started flickering on and off. Now she's not with us anymore. Oh my gosh. Case two, George M. Simon hated chain emails, but he didn't want to die that night. No he one does. does. Not that night. Out. He sent it to four out. people. Not good enough, George. Because no. it's requesting 12. Go big or go home. Now George is in a coma. Go dead. <laughs> we don't know if he'll ever wake up. Yep. That's petty. I can't see. I see a blob. So zero people. So if you send this to zero people, you will die tonight! Exclamation point. Rough. Very aggressive. But this is like a range. So 
one like to six a people. Scale. It's like no, a, it's a Likert scale. Yeah, right, right, right. One to six people, you will be injured. Mm-hmm. Seven to eleven people, you will get the biggest fright of your life. Twelve and over, you are safe and will have good fortune. So there was also one that went out back in the day. You got hit by the sexy chick. <laughs> what? So it was back in like. I'm uh, sorry, I was reading for a moment about Patricia May. But like, what is the sender, the original sender, gaining Oops. from this? What do you mean? Money. You no, not a, no, not always money with yeah, these. I'm saying these aren't even like money. It's just they're like you oh like internet or access to your computer. I don't oh, know, like you're seeing virus stuff or like hacking. Maybe. No, it could clog things. Clog or like... advertising, sending people to a site that has ads on it that they get paid for. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm back. Back in the day of ads, which mm-hmm. still exists. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of well made that we don't think about them as possible. So the sexy truck was actually a a truck. Sexy truck. The sexy truck. It was actually a truck. I'm upset. I don't know why. Wait, this is a real. Well, it was like I can't even the sexy truck. That's the name of this podcast. You. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for you to see. Okay, I googled that and the sexy taco popped up. It's a truck. So (laughs) remember when like. The first like computer cool people came out where they could make a bunch of pictures with computer language. I mean, I was so the sexy truck was was made out of computer. We don't see that close. (laughs) This is what my child says. Look at it. <laughs> I see it. Super sexy. <laughs> you got hit by the sexy truck. No, but you see the sexy truck. No, because you didn't zoom. The I can't button. stop. Stop doing that. What? It won't work. Why did you show me that thing no, I can't see? Look at this. No, I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. Like the mover, the trucks that have like give it to me here. I don't want you to put it that close. You can't zoom it. No, you can't put anything that close to my face. Like smokes. You better jump right into your eye. It's not gonna zoom. Why? No. Where'd it go? Okay. That's okay. Okay. I told you. What's that expected? Okay, the door just opened. Totally on its own and unexpected. Do you think so? Right there. Okay, you just look at the second track. Because we were laughing so much and then they were like, oh, what's going on in there? It sounds like you guys are having fun. I mean... We no longer are talking the sexy truck. Oh, okay. I ruined it. No, I did. Linda. <laughs> Linda. Oh my god, are you Linda right now? Why are you calling me Linda? You haven't heard of that? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that feel like a Karen? No, you got to look at Linda. This and Linda. It's a super cute video. I found it and I found out how to make it bigger. Okay. It's this little you've kid. You've been hit by the sexy truck. Once you've been hit, you have to hit eight other people or you get hit again. You'll know real you're really sexy if you break the shame. You'll be cursed with unsexiness. Which or nobody you. wants. Nobody no. wants that. Nope. No. So pass it. Oh, hit or ever you think is sexy. Oh, Snoop. 
Have you ever been hit by the sex and dragons? Never had a fucking stick. Never had a hand either. When did that happen? I don't know. I'm looking at the picture. I'm not okay with that. When did I notice that? Why didn't we notice that? Stop it. Don't hurt it. Okay. I have the first picture. Have I made a deal with the devil? Oh my god. He had no hand the whole time. He had no hand. Wow. Okay. I'm glad that Do you have, have a hand. I do you have two. I have for how long at the moment. So also back in the day, this it's is online of the sexy sexy. All first I'm gonna party. say is I told you so. I'm not gonna be like, are you okay? Okay, well this might this might <laughs> calm us all down. Will it? There used to also be like a virtual puff puff pass <laughs> you get sent this. Yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. if you didn't send it, it would say, you've been past the virtual blunt, tag someone to keep the rotation going. So yeah. if you didn't do it, like, you weren't cool. Oh, that's way too sweet. Yeah, compared to the other one. Yeah, no, this one, I like this one, the Vortex one. Oh, this one's, one's, favorites. This one's a lot more expensive. This is, mm -hmm. like, $3 more expensive. I had a really good, inexpensive wine recently. What was it? All right, so now there's a Twitter's modern version of the chain letter, and it says, retweet in five seconds or your mom will die. How many people Question. retweeted that? And I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know if it's accessible. It, it's all accessible. Can we go back to the sexy truck really quick? Yes. How Let's go back to How many times you reverse it? <laughs> Do you ever go like this to semis? And, and then I go. Line on the last. Yeah, she. It's a wild character. Um, have you guys seen the movers around town that are like really move really? her? I've seen or honks move your junk. Oh, I have the honks move your junk. I don't know about the word junk. Yeah, it's like adaptations. The penile right. pain, which Correct. makes me. Not want to hurt these people. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want. I heard move hers is cool. I've not move heard of Smooth Your Junk. I have. I have on yeah. the radio. It just. I'd rather have a move her than a honk. I mean, I probably would rather have a honk with the junk. But <laughs> they, they can live there. Junk at home. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my favorite sexy truck. Um, you did it again. I think Stop. she's. She might be like, Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Like, Do you know what I I'm love sorry. right now? Is you're dressed up as Wednesday, and I look as pale as you. It's <laughs> really bad. I don't have any, like any makeup. This oh, yeah, just it is the the Why does I am normally? Yeah, that's why I decided to be here because I'm like perfect. Yes. I already have the coloring. All right, I'm just. I uh, was a cell phone for help. It wasn't Halloween, but pre-Halloween. Sorry, touch your leg. Well, all right, last episode. <laughs> last episode, we talked about. You went first. Oh, sextortion. sextortion. Uh, on the rise. Everybody should be aware. It's super scary. I don't know. That was a week ago. You talked about body shaming. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. You want to speak about the Patreon? Get people to give us money. Yeah, go ahead and sign up. Or what do you want to send you? Like, let's just send them chain letters. Okay. Let's send the sexy truck. I don't want a chain letter. <laughs> sign up on Patreon. You don't want us to hit you with the sexy truck. You better give us a dollar. Right. Give us a dollar. (laughs) Give us a dollar. It's worth it. Remember the time we wrote handwritten letters and sent stickers and swag? We did. Right. That was the sexy truck. Please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Um, Obviously, if you're listening right now, and you you either love us or you love to hate us. So either right. way, same thing. You us, you got to the end. Same thing. Impressive. Even if you skip forward, you know, whatever. Until next time. Until next time. podcast to ten friends or else. <laughs> Tell a good ghost story. Okay. Okay. Find some people to tell a ghost story to. Find a fire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Light a fire. Tell a ghost story. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, and yeah. Then, nice. Um. Um. Just know that you could be next. Watch out for demon portals. Mm-hmm.